welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and everyone else all around the world. But if not, let it be so. But since we never know when our days on this earth will come to a conclusion, there will never be a better time than this moment to be the love that God intended when he created us. To the great I Am and the great Central Son, whose living spirit dwells within all of us, We do give thanks and praises for your everlasting love and for the experience of life on this earth. And even though it is painful at times, often unbearable, we know that it is not your will that we suffer. However, the laws of the universe are set in stone, and when mankind transgress those laws, be it against body, soul, or spirit, against Mother Earth, or against the laws of nature, then there is always a price to be paid in full. But when the laws of your universe are acknowledged and respected, divine salvation is available to us all. And we do know that death is inevitable, but we are now beginning to understand also that there is life after the expiration of the earthly temple. But that knowledge, however, doesn't always take away the pain and sadness of losing loved ones, or the fear of living amidst the violence and destruction of this world. Not at all. Yet we know that it is through mankind's suffering, oh great I am, that valuable lessons are learned. And it is good to know that with the loving power of our own mighty I Am Presence, your living spirit within us, we will always be able to push on a little further. And for that, we are truly grateful. May you bless and comfort those that are suffering at this time, those that have transitioned, and those of us who are still present in this land of the living. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life. And y'all be loved. Rabbi Simon, having assembled his disciples, seated himself beneath the shade of a sacred forest, and informed them that, before dying, he would reveal to them the great secret of the principle of principles. A voice was then heard, and their knees shook together for fright. 
What was that voice? It was the voice of the celestial assembly, including all the superior spirits, which had assembled to listen. Rabbi Simon joyfully spoke as follows, O Lord. I will not say, like one of thy prophets, that upon hearing thy voice I was afraid, for this is not the time to be afraid, but it is the time for love, as it is written, Thou shalt love the Eternal, thy God. The Zohar then puts into his mouth the following description of the Supreme Being. He is the Ancient of Ancients, the Mystery of Mysteries, the Unknown of those who are unknown. He has a form that appertains to him, inasmuch as he appears to us as a man far advanced in life, as the Ancient of Ancients, as whatever is most unknown among those who are unknown, but under this form beneath which he manifests himself to us, he still remains unknown, his garment seems white, and his aspect is that of one whose face is exposed, he is seated upon a throne of thunderbolts, which he uses at pleasure. The white light of his head lights up 400,000 worlds. 400,000 worlds, springing from this white light, are the inheritance of the just in the world to come. Every day witnesses the birth of 13,000 myriads of worlds which receive their subsistence from him, and the burthen of which is entirely supported by him. A refreshing dew drops from his head, which awakes the dead and infuses into them a new life, wherefore it is written, Thy dew is a dew of light, it is the food of the highest order of spirits, it is the manna which is prepared for the just in the life to come. It drops upon the field of sacred fruit. In appearance this dew seems white like diamonds, whose color contains all colors. The length of his face, from the summit of his head is 370 times 10,000 worlds. He is called the long face, for such is the name of the ancient of ancients. Before he created any form in this world, before he produced any image, he was alone, without form, resembling nothing. Who can conceive of him as he was then, previous to creation, inasmuch as he had no form? Therefore, it is not lawful to represent him by means of any image or under any form whatever, even by his holy name, even by a letter or a point. Such is the meaning of the words, you saw no figure on the day when the Eternal spoke to us. Woe to him who ventures to compare him even to one of his own attributes, much less still should he be compared to man who springs from the earth, and whose destiny is death. He should be conceived of as above all creatures and all attributes. Learn, however, that no one is intelligent or wise, except of his own substance, for wisdom does not deserve the name by itself, but on account of him who is wise, and who produces it from the light emanating from himself. Moreover, no one can conceive of intelligence as existing by itself alone, but through him who is an intelligent being and who fills it with his own substance. Extract from the Zohar, a Kabbalistic work. The Ancient of Ancients is, at the same time, the most unknown of unknown beings. He is distinct from everything, and yet he is not separated from anything, for everything is united to him as he is united to everything, there is nothing that is not in him. He has a form, and we may say that he has none. Upon assuming a form, he gave existence to everything that is. In the first place, he projected from his own bosom ten luminaries, or the ten Zephyroth, which shine by the form they borrowed from him, and diffuse on all sides a most brilliant light. In the same manner as a beacon spreads rays of lights everywhere around it, the Ancient of Ancients, the unknown of all unknown beings, is an elevated beacon, which we know merely by the light, which shines in our eyes with such brilliancy and fullness. What we call his holy name is only this light. Extract from the Idra Suwada, a Kabbalistic work. The Ancient of Ancients, whose name be sanctified, is the only form that embraces all other forms. It is supreme and mysterious wisdom, that includes everything. Extract from the Zohar. 
These extracts contain almost everything that has been written by the Kabbalists with regard to the divine nature, and we may say, indeed, that their whole system of philosophical belief is contained in its turn, in the following sayings, taken from the book of the Petrus, he is all and in all, and everything is in him. He is the cause of everything, and every effect is in him. The same pantheism, in an infinite unity, was taught in the works of the Kabbalah as by those who had been initiated in the Indian temples. The Ancient of Ancients in the Zohar is precisely the same as the Ancient of Days in Manu, the Vedas, and the Agrachata Parishai. We find the same fundamental ideas at the basis of both philosophies, expressed in almost identical terms. Occult Science in India, by Louis Jacoliot, 1919 Chapter 5 The real doctrines of the Basilideans, Valentinians, and the Martianites cannot be correctly ascertained in the prejudiced and calumnious writings of the Fathers of the Church, but rather in what remains of the works of the Bartizanesians, known as the Nazarenes. It is next to impossible, now that all their manuscripts and books are destroyed, to assign to any of these sects its due part in dissenting views. But there are a few men still living who have preserved books and direct traditions about the Ephites, although they care little to impart them to the world. Among the unknown sects of Mount Lebanon and Palestine the truth has been concealed for more than a thousand years. And their diagram of the Ephite scheme differs with the description of it given by origin and hence with the diagram of matter. The Kabbalistic Trinity is one of the models of the Christian one. The ancient whose name be sanctified, is with three heads, but which make only one. Tria capita exculpa sunt, unum intra alterum, et alterum supra alterum. Three heads are inserted in one another, and one over the other. The first head is the concealed wisdom, Sapientia of Sconida. Under this head is the ancient, Pythagorean monad, the most hidden of mysteries, a head which is no head, kaput quad non escaput, no one can know what that is in this head. No intellect is able to comprehend this wisdom. The senior sanctissimus is surrounded by the three heads. He is the eternal light of the wisdom, and the wisdom is the source from which all the manifestations have begun. These three heads, included in one head, which is no head, and these three are bent down, overshadow, short face, the sun, and through them all things shine with light. And Saf emits a thread from El or Al, the highest god of the Trinity, and the light follows the thread and enters and passing through makes its exit through Adam Primus, Codman, who is concealed until the plan for arranging, Statum Dispositionis, is ready. It threads through him from his head to his feet, and in him, in the concealed Adam, is the figure of Aman. H. P. Blavatsky Whoso wishes to have insight into the sacred unity, let him consider a flame rising from a burning coal or a burning lamp. He will see first a twofold light, a bright white and a black or blue light. The white light is above, and ascends in a direct light, while the blue or dark light is below, and seems as the chair of the former, yet both are so intimately connected together that they constitute only one flame. The seat, however, formed by the blue or dark light, is again connected with the burning matter which is under it again. The white light never changes its color, it always remains white, but various shades are observed in the lower light whilst the lowest light, moreover, takes two directions, above, it is connected with the white light, and below with the burning matter. 
now this is constantly consuming itself, and perpetually ascends to the upper light, and thus everything merges into a single unity. Such were the ancient ideas of the Trinity in the unity, as an abstraction. Man, who is the microcosmos of the macrocosmos, or of the archetypal heavenly man, Adam Codman, is likewise a trinity, for he is body, soul, and spirit. All that is created by the ancient of the ancients can live and exist only by a male and a female, says the Sohar. He alone, to whom no one can say, Thou, for he is the spirit of the whitehead in whom the three heads are united, is uncreated. Out of the subtle fire, on one side of the white head, and of the subtle air, on the other, emanates Shekinah, his veil, the feminized Holy Ghost. This air, says Idra Rabba, is the most occult, occultissimus, attribute of the ancient of the days. The ancienter of the ancienter is the concealed of the concealed. All things are himself, and himself is concealed in every way. The cranium of the whitehead has no beginning, but its end has a shining reflection and a roundness which is our universe. They regard, says Klenker, the firstborn as man and wife, in so far as his light includes in itself all other lights, and in so far as his spirit of life or breath of life includes all other life spirits in itself. The Kabbalistic Shekinah answers to the Ephite Sophia. Properly speaking, Adam Kodman is the Pythos, but in this emanation system, where everything is calculated to perplex and place an obstacle to inquiry, he is the source of light, the first primitive man, and at the same time Enya, the thought of Bythos, the depth, for he is Pymander. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 16 Those who are ascended are automatically angels. But there are those limitless legions of the angels of the sacred fire whose power is the most terrific thing, more than words can convey. And if you ask the great central sun sacred fire angels of such terrific force that they forever establish immortal purity to come into your nation and unfold all that is constructive, you will find that which is constructive will survive, be protected, and saved, to you. If you ask it to enfold your loved ones, it will enfold your loved ones. And the sacred fire love which the angelic hosts direct to the people of this earth is the most magnificent power you could possibly imagine. You can't realize what it means until you see it in action once, to see a divine being, an angel, stand, and with a flame from the heart, the flame from the hands, and then the flame from the whole body pour forth love that consumes everything of imperfection. When you see it once, you will understand it for eternity. It is this I am offering you for protection, for the protection of your nation, the protection of your loved ones, because human desire will not protect you. The intellect cannot protect you, except as you hold the picture of that which is the master presence over all in this world to control manifestation. Unless you hold the picture of that which comes from the ascended master's octave, the human intellect cannot protect you. The protection we offer is immortal. What the human intellect does is here today and gone tomorrow, unless it is filled with the immortal pictures from the ascended master's octave, and from the mighty I am presence of the sacred fire and the cosmic light, and the love that is master over all. So blessed ones, when you call forth the legions, the great central sun legions of the protecting angels, to blaze all the sacred fire protection necessary around all that is constructive, the call from the hearts of unascended beings will be heard to the heart of creation. 
and the beings who direct the sacred fire love will send forth those angels to establish for eternity the protection that only sacred fire love can give. So, I commend you to the use of this. And we can only wait and see if you experiment with it enough to let us draw closer and closer into your physical conditions, until we can remove as much as the cosmic law will permit at this time, of the limitations and the impurity that the sinister force has imposed upon you, imposed upon the nation, and imposed upon the powers of nature and forces of the elements. There are legions of the angelic host whose purifying sacred fire love would make you worship the very air they breathe. That's the love I am talking about. The human intellect doesn't understand. Only as the feeling in the heart illumines the intellect, and allows the sevenfold flame of the seven mighty Elohim to fill the brain structure with the pictures from the angelic hosts, and the ascended master's octave, only then does the intellect know the truth of mastery. Beloved Archangel Michael When you call forth the master flame of the great angelic host's sacred fire love, experiment with it. Prove me, if you will. Call it in and around yourselves to protect wherever you abide, and use it, and use it, and use it. And you will find it is master over everything in existence, the master flame of the great angelic host's sacred fire love. Call it in and around yourselves and ask it to produce the perfection you desire, and you cannot be refused under the cosmic law, for the law of love is the master hand of creation, and the angelic host are those who bear that blessing to the people of this world. If you care to clothe yourselves in the miracle mantle of the angelic host's heart flame of immortal perfection, try me out and see whether your conditions reveal that which I can give, and all the angels can give, and which we are waiting to give, which you need, which the nation needs, and which must be given at this time. So I leave you with the reminder that you have all authority and power to draw this into the physical octave to overcome these conditions that are seeking only to cause distress to life. And we are the immortal authority to command peace and love of the sacred fire that is eternal and perfection manifests to bless the earth and all life with the victory of eternity. Go forward and see what it means to call my heart flame of the sacred fire love of the angelic host and the momentum of the master flame which I offer, and let me fill your world with that which gives you the power to help others as you pass this way into the victory of your ascension. Thank you with all my heart. Beloved Archangel Michael,